0: To be astonished.
1: It's that time again.
0: Let's get started.
1: From the Clatsop County Historical Society, an adventure in history with Mac Burns and Alana Quilla. You should never be allowed to talk to people. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talk. To and now, with today's adventure, it's Mac and
2: Alana. Good evening. Welcome to Adventure in History. This is Alana Quila with Carly, Quila, and (laughs) Mac Burns. We're so excited to be here. We're just breezing through September.
0: Uh, We are. It's a little crazy.
2: And we uh, have an interesting guest today.
0: Interesting. 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 That's not a nice word, is it? Oh, and, uh, it, it I was oh. going to say. Oh, I, you see, I'm always biased against the word interesting because I had a college professor that said interesting means nothing. Oh. What does that <laughs> <Right>. mean? <laughs> when, you, when you say this was an interesting book or or this was an interesting historical figure.
2: But I could have said we have she, an interesting guest. But I didn't ooh, say that. said it, it that in way. the inflection. I yeah, said interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Thoughtful, kind, tall. Uh, Very uh, community involved. um. A
0: talking tombstone rock star on numerous boards. I was trying to think, how many organizations have you ever volunteered for in Astoria in your 23 years, 22 years? You kind of have to work backwards. I'm not sure how many I haven't volunteered for, (laughs) between (laughs) my wife and I. That's true. Combine the two of of you. Oh, my goodness. You really are kind of everywhere. We like it. That's why we moved here.
2: And that's why you're the director of the Astoria Warrenton Chamber of Commerce, one of our favorite organizations, of course, between Mac and me.
0: But he's um, a two-timer. He is, oh, yes. He is, uh, it's only his second time on the, on the big show. But not show. with me, though. No, he's right. never been on yeah. that.
2: So, yeah. you know, just a two-timer with you. That's right. First time. So it's good. So David Reed. David Reed. David Reed is who we're it, our guest tonight. So thanks for being here.
0: You know him, you love him, you can't live without him. An interesting it's two-timer. Yes. True. <laughs>
2: See, you just said interesting. Exactly. Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, since we have so much, we should talk about. We
2: do, yes.
0: Do we have anything coming up? Oh, I actually do have to plug. Uh, oh, just yeah? get on your calendars. Let's... Speaking of talking tombstones, October twenty
2: seventh. Ooh, that's a good. It's one. a Friday night. Oh, is that
0: October twenty seventh? So I'm giving you like a month and a half yeah. warning here. A month, a month's warning. Uh, it's a Sunday, uh, Friday night. Vampira. We're doing a whole thing on Vampira. Oh, fun. And we're we're planning on having the niece that wrote a book about her.
2: Who we've here. talked about. We have. On our podcast. That's yep. right. Our show.
0: And mm-hmm. uh, we're going to show Plan B from from Outer Space. Oh, fun. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. And we'll probably have a little, maybe a, a handout of a walking tour of different places you can go that are vampira related here in Astoria. Mm-hmm. And then just a couple of days later, on Sunday, October 29th, talking tombstones.
2: I love it. So, get Is it on your cool. calendars, plan on it. Yeah. That's, an ex- that's a good start to the Halloween weekend.
0: So, we're giving you plenty of notice. No yes. reason that you could have forgotten. Okay. I
2: do. Alana's
0: got a segment.
2: It's uh, historic words, lost words that are no longer in circulation. Mac and I are trying to bring them back. Absolutely. Well, I thought um, you were trying to bring them back. Okay. Well, I'm trying to bring them back, and you give me time and space to do so. So, ultra crepidarian.
0: And ultra is part of the word.
2: Ultra. Ultra-crepidarian. That's one word.
0: See, my, my middle school juvenile reaction is that it's something toilet related, but I'm sure it is not.
2: I'll even use it in a sentence because this okay. doesn't necessarily give it away. Okay. The ultra-crepidarians argued over the Constitution as if they were legal scholars.
0: Okay. So I'm going to guess that the definition is that it's uh, somebody who thinks they're an expert, but they're not. I
1: think that it's people who are particular about details.
2: You are spot on there, Mac. It's a person with opinions on subjects beyond their knowledge. <laughs> so it's good. I think so perhaps that, you that could be used about me. In that context. That, <laughs> the entire that, premise that could, of, of social media. Could happen. Yes. <laughs> it
1: is. Say that again. The entire entire premise of social media. Yeah.
2: <laughs> It has nothing to do with our guests, but that is a fun word, though. It is
0: a fun word, but the, the sentence, using it in a sentence really gave it away.
2: That it did. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So
0: Anyway, um, so these are the uh, big history highlights, uh, things that happen tomorrow. So they're icebreakers if you're you're at some kind of meeting or, or just want to chat with somebody at the coffee shop. September 18th, 1755, Fort Ticonderoga in New York opens. Oh. And I know nobody out here cares about Fort Ticonderoga, but Ethan Allen. Oh. Ethan Allen stormed it. And it, it really is the linchpin of, we're in an American revolution, now there's no turning back. Uh, 1812, the Great Fire of Moscow. See, and, and I, I fully admit, I am an American history interested more than anything else, mm-hmm. but it does it it tend to uh, reinforce that we really, as Americans, are self-centered. <laughs> that we've never heard of the Great Fire of Moscow, I'm betting. Most of the people right. listening. 1812, it burns out after five days. 75% of the city is destroyed.
2: Moscow, wow.
0: And 12,000 people are killed. <gasps> wow. And, you know, we hear about the Great Chicago Fire right. here in Astoria. We know we burned down our town twice. Yeah. San Francisco earthquake and fire, but...
2: Nothing to that We extent. never
0: talk about the Great China, the oh. Great uh, Fire in uh, Moscow wow. in 1812. Yeah. Uh, 1837... Charles Lewis Tiffany and John B. Young co-found a stationary and fancy goods emporium Ooh. in New York City. I love the word emporium. We need to bring that yeah. back. Yeah.
2: I used to I, shop at I, the emporium. Did you? Do you remember that store? I do remember it's like, that like that with G.I. Joe's, yeah. emporium, stores <laughs> like that.
0: In New York <laughs> City, they later renamed it uh, in 1853 as Tiffany and Company.
2: Though. Yeah, that little blue box. Yeah. Can't go wrong. <laughs>
0: 1846, the struggling Donner Party sends ahead to California for food. They should have gotten DoorDash.
2: And do you recall? So I swam at Donner Lake. That's right. You did. Yeah, so that was my, like a little, no, or I mean, just like one of those spots in Reno that if you're up near Lake Tahoe, go to Donner Lake instead, because there's no crowds. It's <laughs> just as gorgeous. It's smaller, much, much smaller. But there's no restaurants. There, there's tons of restaurants, but, I but, both- uh, but yes, yeah, so I mean, it, the, you know, it's. You get to think about what happened there, though. So there I, is that. I,
0: I believe that the last time you mentioned that, that I mentioned that mm-hmm. I, I bought at Purple Cow Toys a uh, the Donner dinner party game. Oh, and you have to figure out one of you gets oh my
2: gosh, no. picked
0: without knowing you're the cannibal and the others are not. And the others have to try to figure it out. And the cannibal has to oh. keep, like, disrupting the entire Course of the evening, and we've played it in my family. And Rachel always ends up being the cannibal, and she gets really mad when we accuse her of being the cannibal. But she usually is. It's it's, it's a stupidly fun game. There you go. Uh, And I think you were equally disgusted last time time. we discussed this as well. Uh, But it's not me. There's somebody else made a game. I bought it, so I'm just supporting local business. (laughs) Very good. Yeah, 1850. U.S. Congress passes the Fugitive Slave Law as part of the Compromise of 1850, requiring uh, slaves to be returned to their owners. Mm. Uh, 1851, the New York Times starts publishing.
2: Nice, love it.
0: Two cents a copy.
2: All the news that fits prints. There
0: you go. Uh, 1862, uh, Union General George B. McClellan lets Confederate retreat. Uh, the Confederates retreat from Antietam. And uh, I could read this whole thing, but this is this is my example of, of poor Lincoln. Just can't find a general until Grant. That he had him beat. It, the Civil War could have ended in 1862 Ugh. if McClellan had just pressed, but he thought that there was a lot bigger force under Lee, and he didn't want to attack until he got all of his guys there. And Lincoln is sending these very terse telegrams and letters. They're very funny. He's basically, and I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, Get, get get going what's wrong with you come on let's finish this yeah. thing
2: because they're doing the same thing right yeah. on the other side building things up but no they were worried they were like oh, oh
0: man this is it. we're done oh, they were- and then they didn't they didn't our backs were to the river and we're trying to get out of here and this much larger army is just sitting there oh man and lee's like okay wow so anyway i i could have like read this page long <laughs> thing but it is pretty amazing and it just makes you love lincoln more because he's just really like, oh my gosh, can I get somebody to do their jobs here? <laughs> uh, in 1947, the Central Intelligence Agency officially comes into existence. This day in 1947 is very busy because that's the CIA. Also on this day, U.S. Air Force is created as a separate military service. Oh, okay. We love the Coast Guard, but we like the, the U.S. Of
2: Air course. Force. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and also on this day, the U.S. Department of Defense is their first day in operation. Prior to that, the Department of War. Oh. Uh, 1971... Fluke Andoy markets the first cup of noodle, packaging it in a waterproof uh, styrofoam container. Why didn't you lead with that? That was almost going to be my history holiday day yes. thing that had the most impact. Uh, it, uh, College students I everywhere. Question. Yeah, and when Rachel was in Japan, she went to that factory.
2: Oh, did she? Oh, yeah. How fun. In
0: 1973. Jimmy Carter files a report on UFO sighting. Mm-hmm. Nineteen seventy five, Patty Hearst is captured by the police, but our history highlight of the day I thing I think had more impact than than cup of noodles. <laughs> I thought about it though. It was Impossible. Impossible. <laughs> Seventeen ninety three, George Washington lays the Capitol cornerstone. Our capital. Yeah. It's not gonna be New York City. It's not gonna be Philadelphia. It's gonna be Washington DC. Yep. You both think it should have been Cup of Noodles. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, more, and yet all yeah, all these years later, you know, it's still just a district too. That's it's an interesting see, that's concept. True. Yeah, a
1: little bit more cosmopolitan view of the world is that Cup of Noodles might have had a bigger impact.
2: <laughs> it's it's most it, most in fact or impact though. I mean, which well, see, yeah, I, the
0: thing I think had the bigger yeah. impact, and I, I did seriously consider the Cup of Noodles thing.
2: Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> but anyway,
2: no transition there, folks. We're it, just going to go right into but somebody who
0: really loves Cup of Noodles.
2: Yes. Yeah. Oh there. Okay, so there's your transition. <laughs> there's your so I don't think there's
0: I don't think there's a lunch meeting I've gone to that he didn't have a cup of noodles with him in my back pocket just in case. <laughs> I shouldn't I, people are going to start thinking now like you really do eat cup of noodles all the I time. Have,
1: I have I I don't have a cup of noodles, but I do have a fork in my glove box because sometimes there's pie and you don't want to be without a fork if there's pie.
2: Oh.
1: Oh my goodness.
2: That's a good you know. That's I have forks things, in my glove box too, but now I thing, know why. Things I did not know. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's it's just pure optimism. <laughs> pure optimism. There will be pie. Oh, <laughs> Maybe they'll have pie.
2: Actually, that does describe you. That's a good. You are such an optimistic person.
1: I'm a paid optimist. That's my whole role at the chamber. Oh, optimist. But, but see, you prior
2: would, to though, you yes. would do
1: half of that job
0: without being paid if you didn't have a mortgage. Well, <laughs> I think. I agree. I agree. Because you are you are the epitome of a town booster. Right. Of, yes. if it's good for the town, you're going to help out any way you
1: can. I appreciate that. It's nice of you to say.
2: Well, so, and actually that hourly wage, too, kind of goes down the more he works. That's true. <laughs> so mortgage <laughs> or not, I mean, we so, are grateful to have you here tonight you. and in our community, of so, course. So how did
0: you get to this community? Where did yeah. you come from and, and how did you get here? And what's your background that led to such a civic engagement from you?
1: So my wife and I um, both grew up in Phoenix, Arizona, or the Phoenix area.
0: I'm sorry. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's a <all> whole <mine.
1: laughs> and And honestly, we just we reached a day where we were seriously talking, we were in our late thirties and seriously talking about where we were going to retire and I was like, this thirty years in the future. why are we i mean we it was just like here's what we're going going to retire and we started talking about it and said, you know we're going to end up getting to that point and maybe being healthy enough to enjoy our lives, and then we're going to move to some place that we want to actually live." And then we won't know anybody. We won't have any support system. So why don't we just find the place we want to live and go there now? Let's work hard there instead of working hard here in hopes of getting there. And so she just started letting her fingers do the walking and and ordering visitor guides and maps and and looking in the Pacific Northwest because it was as ba- basically anti phoenix as you could get. <laughs> and uh, and she just kept looking looking in, in wider and wider circles and she found this place. Um, with lots of water surrounding it Um, and she found a a, a home on the internet and the Mm -hmm. home was $120,000 it was Victorian in the picture you could hear the angels singing the sun was shining on it (laughs) and uh, that was Wednesday night it was 118 degrees when she was searching (laughs) and she called on it Thursday morning and Friday morning we got on a plane so we went looking for community we went looking for a place where we could we could know our neighbors and where we could contribute or we could make a difference where we could where we could have a community and and you had yeah. never visited this region before never been to Oregon period never heard of Astoria now you find the house mm-hmm.
0: but what information led you to think this was a community more than just oh it's a nice house. A little
1: bit talking to the realtor that that morning, um, seeing the the pictures um, were were a start to it. And I think, like a lot of people, you fall in love with the view, you fall in love with the pretty. Um, but what we we quickly learned that what we wanted here in terms of community was available to us. I think we made a a, a miscalculation in thinking that we could move to community. You have to build community, right? If you don't just walk. Your neighbors don't just suddenly know your name. You have to talk to them. Yeah, um, you true. And we in intentionally moving here and, and wanting community and, and, and saying to ourselves, we want to be involved in this town. The first place we went, because we moved in on Halloween, <laughs> we realized we didn't have any candy. <laughs> and so we ran down to the nearest grocery store and a man came out from behind the counter and said, oh. "I haven't met you before. Who who are you? Are you are you new in town?" And we immediately, because we would put so hard been looking for a community, immediately our first reaction was stranger danger, right? Yeah. It was like it was so foreign to us that somebody would, would, would do that. And that person, of course, was Skip Hockey. Right. Um, and so our from our very first day in town, Skip was teaching us how to be how to be members of the community, how to be how to be historians. Mm-hmm. and we kind of picked it up from there.
2: Cause he got your whole life story out right that, that evening. I mean, he yes. just like Absolutely. sucks it out of yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. And what
0: are you doing? Moving into my town? What, <laughs> yeah. What's your exactly. Purpose here? And why do you want candy? And what are you going to do with it? And exactly. Where'd you find a house? Exactly. And did you find this yet? Did you find that yet? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So how quickly
2: I, then did you make the, the move? Uh, well, or that then transition? I mean, so from that first day that you visited, went by. How long was it till you got up here then?
1: So we we saw the house on July oh July 13th and we moved in October so so three oh. months and yeah. and about half of that was just trying to find the house that we finally that we eventually bought so we came up uh we came up a second time we came up during Regatta weekend oh interesting um, and 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 foolishly thought we could just drive into town and find a hotel room so oh, I think no. I can't oh, remember no. we stayed in Long Beach or someplace further away but yeah
0: yeah. So it was not the house
1: that, that It Lisa was not. That house found. was no longer for sale by the time we got here. It was the oh. official bait and switch. By um, <laughs> the time we got here, the, the sign was tucked underneath the porch. Oh, the person had changed their mind on selling the house. Oh, interesting. Wow. Yeah. So do they yeah. still live in that house? Uh, they do not. Oh, I was, was going to say, not. do you it's, know them? It's, and do it's right across. Them? Yeah, no, it's right across from, uh, from Astor School. Uh, oh, that, okay. That really cool house, yeah.
2: How fun. That
1: <laughs> would have been a very different neighborhood for you. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been, yeah. I like I like where I am. We're in we're in Alderbrook, and to me, Alderbrook is a microcosm of Astoria. It's got everything from really you know beautifully restored houses to houses that have been in the same family for seventy five years, and people repairing nets in their front yard. And <laughs> um, it's just a, it's just to me, it's just it's very um, egalitarian, very very. Astoria.
0: See, on my interview trip, I too I, I contacted a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. I said I may not. I think I'm going to be offered a job, and I think I'm going to move here, but I don't know, and I don't want to waste your time, but would you show me some houses so I can get a sense for the price of houses? And I won't name who it was, but they showed me a house in Alderbrook. And I said, oh, this is a really nice neighborhood. I I could picture living here. This seems kind of charming. And the person said, oh, no, Mac, you don't want to live here. This is where the Norwegians lived. (laughs) And I said, not knowing any better, I said, I have nothing against Scandinavians. Oh. And then I listened, I kid you not, to a twenty minute lecture about the differences <laughs> between Finns, Norwegians, Danes, Swiss. Oh my goodness. So And always. they
2: still welcomed you into this town. Apparently. Yeah. Because
0: I have nothing against Scandinavians. Of course not. <laughs> so Okay, so you, you move here and um the community lived up to its expectations, of your expectations? A thousand times over, a thousand
1: times over. Honestly, we were told by some people who had lived in the Northwest um, and had had returned to Phoenix that we would not be welcome because we weren't born here. Um, And honestly, nothing could have been further from the truth. We heard a lot of who are you, who are your people, where are you from, Mm -hmm. that kind of question, Mm -hmm. but quickly interpreted that where are you from question into where are you going? Because I think that the question was, are we gonna invest time and energy into you and then you're just gonna go away, right? Are you here for the long haul? Are you here for the ups and the downs? Because we arrived in 2002, this place was very much on the rise, mm-hmm. right? But are we, and we talked about that, are we willing to stick it out if, if, if there ever comes a time when things are, are declining? Are we gonna be here and, and, and fight for the place or are we just gonna move on because it's easy to do? And that was, that was the decision. We weren't gonna move any place that we weren't gonna be committed to.
0: So you're new in town, and you don't have kids here, so you're not getting the the easy in of, oh, my kid's play dates, or I'm involved in this school activity and I meet other people. Right. So how does a couple moving to town without kids, how do they get involved? Where do you choose and how do you choose what you're going to get involved in?
1: We threw everything at the wall. That's why I said we there, there's not much that we didn't, didn't, didn't get involved in. And we did so intentionally, knowing that we were going to pare that down to some things that really spoke to our hearts. But we got involved in just about everything to just to meet people, to get an understanding of how the community worked. One of the best things, honestly, was driving the trolley. Mm. saw that trolley, I want to drive the trolley, and learning that and having people ask you questions that you don't know the answer to, and then, you know, if you're me, you have to figure out what the answer is for the next time somebody asks you the same question, Mm -hmm. and so that that got me getting involved in the Historical Society, getting involved with the Chamber um, as a volunteer, because that seemed to be where everything that I loved about this place met um and so that was you know there, there were a couple of key things that were good to do uh, adrian burdeno um insurance agent told me um i said where do i where do i, I volunteer to make the biggest impact said, you gotta join rotary so i joined rotary and that was another big one that was that was good for good for all of us yeah and i should say
0: even though mm-hmm. she's not here you you really are a tag team mm-hmm. <laughs> and lisa being involved in school libraries right certainly <laughs> formed an incredible network because mm-hmm. I think I probably knew of her before I knew of you right? Uh, yeah, because my kids just adored her.
1: She, um, she always wanted to be a youth librarian and um, never really got the chance to go to school for the degree that she would need to do that. And so when we moved here, I brought my job with me. She did not. And so she was looking for things to do. And I, you know, she started volunteering at the Astor Elementary School Library. From there, the, uh, the high school had an opening, um, and they hired her on over there. And then in 2009, that job went away um, because, of, because of budget cuts. And so, Kurt England, the Marine hired her. She had a great job there. And I came home from a chamber meeting just casually said over my shoulder, hey, I hear that Lucy's books is for sale again. And even as I said it, I could hear all the air leave the room, and I thought, oh, we're going to buy a bookstore, aren't we? <laughs> You're buying a bookstore. <laughs> And we bought that ten years ago. Oh and my goodness! Uh, she is just uh, she's just absolutely in her element. It's just exactly what she was supposed to do. So,
0: and speaking of in their element, something that you were meant to do,
2: mm-hmm. I
0: think you're a born chamber of commerce town booster kind of guy.
2: <laughs> well, I appreciate so that.
0: Talk about the chamber of commerce and what you do there and what the chamber does and why you took that job and
1: absolutely yeah so the chamber has been around since 1873 we actually just just um earlier this month celebrated our 150th anniversary wow Um, and so 1873 um is a is a pivotal moment for us but the chamber of commerce is is a is a business association at its core we under contract work with both the cities of Astoria and Warrenton to do their visitor services, both uh, inbound people that are already here and and visitor marketing. But at the core, we're we're a, we're a business association. So the way I got involved in it was as a volunteer originally. Um, when Skip was there, he was uh, he he was he was there for thirteen years, and I worked closely with him. And then when he decided he was going to retire. Um, I kind of stuck my nose in there, and he said, "Yeah, I'd like to like to, 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 to suggest you for this job." So it just it just it was just something that that I f- I fell in love with. Right now, we're six hundred members strong. We represent Astoria, Warrenton, and the surrounding area. And I would say, pound for pound, we're one of the strongest chambers in the Northwest right now.
2: Six hundred. I think 600. I was there for the five hundred. Does right. that sound about right? <laughs> yeah, like that's ten the, that's years that's ago.
1: Right. That's right. Right. So I'd like you to list them
0: all. Right. But a hundred
2: <laughs> more, though. Yes. I mean, that's something because but you ha- you're doing retention. Right of of your existing members right. and members come and go too, right? Even businesses and then new ones. So right. I love
1: that exactly. And and there oh, are eleven 1, hundred and fifty licensed businesses between the two cities. Okay. Um, so with six hundred of them, we're we're representing more than half. That's why I say pound for pound. Um, there's nobody else out there that with that kind of that kind of density. Not at all. Yeah. And it's not mine. I mean, I I inherited a really strong chamber <laughs> that 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 Skip and his predecessors built, but. Uh, Really, we have a great team, and, and we're and we're, we're heading in the right direction. So, if I'm not a business owner, right, why should I care about the chamber? Because the the chamber works on the economy in which we all live and work, right. So, if there's no if there's no group of people working together, if there's no forum for people to talk to one another and support one another. Um, economically, then we all suffer. Even if you're a retiree and you have a fixed income here, you want the economy to be healthy because it, it provides you the things that you like to, to, to shop and do and enjoy. Um, it, it provides the, the, the community in which you live. And it also helps on the, on the need side of things. So that if we have a robust economy, then all those, those uh, needs that exist in any community are, are more easily met.
2: Yeah, so what's Good. next? What? What? I mean, we have Great Columbia Crossing coming up, although uh, you're going to run out of spots here pretty soon.
1: We have already sold out. We've oh. already sold out. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Long time, th- yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. So um,
0: and I was miss- going to sign up
1: today. Yeah,
2: yeah I missed the we change in out, the sign, obviously.
1: We sold out two days after Labor Day, so oh, it was uh, amazing. Where was have so I been? been? Oh, yeah. Man. Uh, what's coming before Great Columbia Crossing? you yes. know, it's on the 21st, so just in just in a couple of days. Um, on Thursday night at the Level Showroom at 6 p.m., we're going to have a 150th um, party. We're going to celebrate 150 years. So if you're a past employee, if you're a, a past board member, if you're a member of the chamber, if you're just a member of the community that right. wants to come. That's, well, we're that's you and me. That's He's talking me. to you. Exactly. It's us. But we're also celebrating with the Astorian. They're also 150 years old. They, oh, they got nice. started in July of 1873. So we're going to have a, a, a joint birthday party with cake um, <laughs> and uh, and talk a little bit about what was going on in 1873 that was so pivotal that's, that that there was this movement to have both a chamber and a, and a, a daily mm. newspaper.
2: That is newspaper. interesting. Yeah. Did the... T- were the two working together at the time? Somewhat.
1: Um, somewhat, okay. yeah. Um, so so yeah, Mr. Ireland, who was the, the, the founder or the starter, the, the original editor, I suppose, mm-hmm. of the paper, um, was also a, a founder of the, of the chamber. So oh. those two things were, were connected in some way. And the newspaper
0: came first.
1: The newspaper came first, July. So
0: yeah. D.C. Ireland probably comes to town and says hey We're part a of the newspaper we need a chamber of right. commerce exactly <laughs> exactly
1: and if you look back on some of the you know this day in history and some of the some of the notes about the things mm-hmm. that we we are a little bit different i mean they, they, they think, think uh, people thought of us more as a city um, you know uh, part of the city uh, than than they do today, and and probably were more, more appropriately treated today as a business association. But they were asking us things like, you know, let's let's bring more more uh, more log ships into town. Let's bring more steam ships into town. So it was it was very much a uh, boost the entire community, kind of a kind of an organization. So are you bringing more logs and <laughs> steam ships to town? No, but oh. I, but, um, but but we are trying to bring more industry for sure. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I do like uh, a lot of the this day in history stuff. Um, that I used to do and we still post on Facebook every now and then, the chamber really is kind of a, a sounding board for a lot of wackiness that it you is. have no <laughs> role in but they still want your, either you're your, you know, condemning this with us or you're saying this is going to happen or how, what's your what's your feeling about this. It's, exactly. it's kind of an amazing centerpiece of of commerce and happenings in town,
1: it persists to this day that people call us and complain about the color of their neighborhood is painting their house. Um, you know, they'll call about everything. But I, I have to make a public apology for May twenty first, nineteen oh seven. We did go on the record as um, as as being uh, in favor of the, the um, closing of the public dance halls. Oh so, man! Yeah. yeah. So mi culpa. Oh, um, sorry about wow. that.
0: I think your board ought to get right on that and and rescind (laughs) that or something. The public dance halls, (laughs) can you imagine? The shame.
2: Yes, and the chamber. Well, but that is a business decision, and... Endorsement, right, uh, right. As uh, to, to close them. So and that makes yeah, me laugh
0: because I mean, is, it, is it other businesses coming saying this is horrible exactly. or is it just citizens Likely. that are morally outraged what's by next? this? Yeah. What's next? Cool. What's next? Exactly. Competition. So we got about two minutes left so a plug away for other things coming up or if you need volunteers or help yeah, or absolutely. how people can contact. Or
1: yeah, so oldoregon.com is our website and a couple things you can do on there. We keep a community calendar so if you need to know what's going on in yeah. town uh, oldoregon.com is where you can find it. You can also find our business director so you can find just about anybody in business and they're a member of the chamber. They're probably here for the long haul uh, I do need volunteers for, for events. So great Columbia crossing which is coming up in just a couple of weeks It takes about hundred and ten people to put that on and we still have a few slots available sure. So if you go to old com um, and find us there, we'd love your help
2: All right um, well, this is kind of exciting. I mean, it just is nice to have have you here. And uh, what do you see, like the chamber doing? What what's like the new thing that's coming? What's what the, next 150 years. Yes. Exactly.
1: the next 150? Yes, exactly. Next 150. So, so, our our vision is that this should be a place where everyone can find meaningful opportunity in our economy without us losing our special identity as a community. And so the work that we're going to do is is really all centered on that, on making sure that there's opportunity for as many people in our society as there can possibly be. So that addresses homelessness, that addresses kids coming up through school, workforce, all of the, all the things you would expect a chamber to be involved in.
0: And I think we'd be remiss, uh, since 30 seconds left, um, where would somebody find
1: Lucy's books? Yeah. <laughs> 951 Commercial Street in Astoria. I
2: love it. That's such a good, it's, it's a great <laughs> But there's no one
1: named Lucy there. That's the she's scene. the third, not Lucy, to own Lucy's book. She's <laughs> yes. the dread pirate Lucy. Yes.
2: Well, thank you so much. We appreciate you and Lisa and all of your involvement in our community. Thank you for choosing here and staying here.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. Go make some history. We will catch you next week. Thanks for listening.
1: Thank you for joining us for An Adventure in History. An
0: Adventure in History is created and produced by the Clatsop County Historical Society and brought to you by KMUN.